Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. We got to talk. Why? You just looked at me like it was going to be negative, like I had some confession I had to make. Anytime you start a sentence with we got to talk means you did something you know that I'm not going to approve of. Well, I'm going to prove you wrong right now because that's not what that meant. I tripped you up. Okay. What it meant was earlier before we started recording the show and you gave your daughter the... Mm, not ultimatum, the thought that she could stand in for you tonight. I didn't give her the thought. I said, go ahead and go ask dad. I guarantee he's going to say no. And I hear down the hall. She's sprinting down the hall. And it's not. It's boom, boom, boom. She does have elephant feet just like you. No, I don't walk that loud. Sometimes. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet Magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to Fireproof Your Finances. I am your host, Michael Markey. With me today, as she is each and every week, the lovely, the sassy, the beautiful, my friend. The overly tired. Overly tired already. Five hours of sleep last night, Michael. My Fitbit told me. Yeah, that's why you need to get rid of the Fitbit. No, it's great. Yeah, it. here's what it does. It, I woke it up tells 10 you times all, last night. It tells you all the things you don't need to know. No, it tells me how many steps I took. Your phone will do that. How many calories phone. I... No, that means that I have to carry my phone around with me all day. I don't. It sits on my desk. So you don't need to know how many calories... Do, do you suddenly work out less? Because, well, I burned a lot of calories today. No, you end up eating more. I'm not saying no, I don't. you. Actually, I've been monitoring. I've been doing a very good job. I'm working on it. We are way off subject. Anyway. So welcome, everyone. And we have to welcome a whole new group, clad, gang. What are you doing? There's like a fruit fly in here and it's driving me crazy. Anyway, wanna, it's out of my face. Now we're good. Do you want to say welcome? Welcome, Muskegon. What channel? I don't know because you didn't tell me. Ninety seven five five seven. I don't know. It's 97.5 Sunny FM. I just got the phone number down. Although I'm not sure why I just gave them like an angry voice. Sunny FM. Anyway, welcome everyone. You should do it in like a nice voice like Sunny FM. Okay, so now that you've gone off subject a little bit, um, for those of you who are new and for those of you who are joining on our other radio stations, welcome back. If you haven't guessed it, 
we like to talk about finances here scattered in with things our children do. Yeah, it helps. It humanizes it, as right. I've had some people say. Right. I mean, you think about it. I will absolutely give you the credit here. Why? Because I was on the radio for three, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. It was one station. Right. Now, in 12 months time, it's four. We've got 1340 AM talk radio, WJRW. Got to stop bashing them. They're your best audience. I haven't in a long time. Actually, our best audience is 102.9 FM WFUR. That's where we started. Right. We're up in Ludington and now Muskegon. And thank you, everyone. It's, you know what? We, we do have fun. Yes, we do. So today we're going to talk about long-term care insurance. I don't think we've ever talked about long-term care insurance. Oddly enough, I don't think we have either. Hmm. That's interesting. Today's not a show about why you should buy. If you're about to like change channel, I don't want to hear somebody talk about that again. I'm not going to tell you why you should be buying long-term care insurance. He's going to do the opposite. I think I might shed some light on to why I don't believe you're going to get any rate stability. Right. And I'm going to go through today, a client of ours let me borrow their long-term care policy. So I'm going to walk through some of the pricing of it. Hmm. And I'm going to go through some of the ways where you can save money on it. I come from this, by the way. So a lot of advisors tend to be, in our industry, we tend to either be for something or against something. Right. And if you're against it, it's the devil. Right. So if you're a Dave Ramsey advisor, an ELP, an endorsed local provider, then all permanent insurance is bad. Right. All term is good. I wish they would call it term. I wish they would stop calling it term. Why? And call it temporary. Because that's what it is. It's temporary. That's true. But that little word changes it. We don't have time to go on this big of a, you know, that down that road. But I had somebody today. Somebody today who they're about, they're in their, mid-60s, their policy is going to end when they turn 70. And they said, you know, I'm not really, they've had it for 20 or 30 years now. And they were surprised their agent that long ago sold them a policy like that. Why? Because they go, we still need to be buried. We still need extra income when one of us passes because we're going to lose a social security benefit. It we, was, ha- we haven't planned for those things. And I it go, well, it's term insurance. Yeah. Not whole. Nope. Term. Right. And they go, well, why would we have something like that? I go, well, they probably told you to invest the difference. Or they said at some point in your life, you'll be financially set, so you won't need these things. But if they would have called it temporary, they go, well, we never really thought of it. I go, if they would have called it temporary, then it, for some reason, clicks with people. That it's not going to be there forever. Yeah. And will this need be there forever? Is this a permanent need? Yes. Am I using a temporary policy to solve a permanent need? And that's where it clarifies for people. But moving on. So our industry, if they're for permanent insurance, they say temporary is bad. Or if they're for annuities, they say, all you know, the stock market's bad. Or mm-hmm. variable people say fixed are bad. Or stocks say bonds. Golly. These are financial tools. They're not good. They're not bad. You're it gonna, depends on your situation. And how you use it. Right. It's simple. Long-term care insurance is a tool, but it's one that I think has been pushed down on too many people. Mm -hmm. We used tricks in this industry. We used things like emotions. Right. And saying, well, who do you want to change your diaper? 
Right. Or open up the worry box. If you do some CNN, who was it? Undercover, I think, did this thing where they went into an insurance company and they talked about scaring people. Right. Well, I'm sorry, but you and I both separately, not at the same time, but Mm -hmm. we worked for a company that did that. Right. I wasn't there for that long, but we did. And that was the main thing. You have to make them feel like they can't live without this. And I've had the designations. I was a certified long-term care planner. I was one of the top in the country for a particular insurance company for long-term care insurance. So when I say I believe there's a better way to do this, I'm not coming from the perspective that a lot of advisors do because they just don't like it. Right. My mom's got a long-term care policy. That you sold her. Right. (laughs) She still has it. Do you know why? Because she's already put a crap ton of money into it. No, she doesn't have that much into it. It was a 10-pay policy. Well, it's the last thing we'll talk about before the break. They don't have these. Oh, they might have them now. I don't believe they have them the way they were then. But a 10-pay policy, give you some background into this industry. What it did is it said you're going to pay 10 payments once you're done. They can never mess with your payment. They can never ask for more money. They can't ever change your benefits. Now, why wouldn't every benefit or every policy be sold on a 10-pay period? Because the agent, let's say that the premium, that's how much you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's a thousand bucks a year for one that you pay the rest of your life. Okay. It might have been $5,000 a year or maybe $4,000 a year. I don't remember the multiplier now for a 10 pay. Mm-hmm. Long-term care insurance was already a really hard thing to get people to buy. Right. And then quadruple the cost. Right. Now it's even harder. Yeah. And the insurance company paid a really, 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 really tiny commission on that extra part. Right. So they paid you full commission on the base policy and a tiny one on the 10 pay part. Mm -hmm. So it's a hard product to sell. It's a hard product to get people to pay, jack up the cost even more and not get paid for it. What happens? Almost no advisors ever showed the 10 pay. Right. So we got to take a quick break. Then we're going to go over an exact, an actual policy. I'm going to show you ways to cut, if you already have this coverage, we're gonna talk about ways to offset some of these premium or rate increases that are going on right now. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of healthcare have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New generation retirement planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You will be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Legacy Financial Network at 855-LF-NETWORK or visit us at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com to learn more. Welcome back and welcome to our new audience to Fireproof Your Finances. I almost said it wrong. Got it right this time. 97.5 Sunny FM. Yes. And everyone who has been loyal listeners in the last 12 months because of me. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. We've grown from three to 10. That's people listening. Right. That's a big increase. That's threefold. I, I can do that one in my head. I'm, I'm writing out my invoice for my services now. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, 
back to long-term care. Before we do, we got to share with everyone, we've been having people request some way to connect with us and be able to see what we do on our time off, I guess, and how we handle finances and family. So we've gotten the thing that I've been making fun of now for the better part of a decade. And he's never going to learn how to use it either. I might. I got it loaded on my phone. Dude, you you don't even know how to use your Facebook that you've had for almost two decades. Do you think people can guess right now what we're talking about? I'm sure they can. You've made mention of it a few times now. Well, it's got your favorite word in it. Twit? Yep. No. It's a Twitter. 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 So you can find us on Twitter at Fireproof Show. How do I finish that? at Fireproof Show. That's it. There's no dot com. There's no... I let it up that way, like you did. But it's, you did. Find this is us. Why he's never going to learn how to use it. Get with us at Fireproof Show on Twitter. Dot com. Can I do it that way? I don't even know if Twitter has a dot com. Well, what is it? Dot what? I don't know. It's not Twitter. Dot Twitter. This is not going to end well. Anyway, right. so here's an article on Investment News, and it talks about a rate increase proposed by Mass Mutual. It says some fifty-four thousand. Holders of long-term care insurance policies issued by Mass Mutual Life Insurance face premium hikes of about 77%. According to a request, the carrier is made to state regulators asking for the increase. Now, Mass Mutual, in a different article, said this isn't a big deal. How is that not a big deal? We've got millions of dollars of premiums, and this just represents a small percentage. This is why people don't like insurance companies. Right. Because the... 54,000 holders that have this, they think it's a big deal. Right. It is a big deal because nine times out of 10, it was already a large chunk of change to begin with. And then you go down in this story further in. Go ahead. You want me to read it? Sure. It says, and the company has about 72,000 long-term care policyholders in total. Um, and the policyholders affected will largely be those who bought their policies several years ago. So they have quite a bit of money invested into these things already. Or they might, I, I don't know from this article, they could be saying these are recent purchases. Okay. And they're already getting a rate increase. Okay, which means they probably already paid too much to begin with or were worried about it. Mm-hmm. And now you want to jack their price even further, which means they're probably just going to drop the policy anyway. And then later in the article, it says, in fact, MassMutual had resisted raising rates on existing policyholders. And that's good. We don't want to see rates increase. Right. At the same time, we want you to be profitable to be able to pay the claims. Right. But MassMutual started selling policies in 2000. Okay. So most of the reasons that experts say long-term care insurance premiums haven't been stable, that they've risen. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of those reasons had already been found out by then. Right. Here's a video from the American College, which specializes in insurance and financial services, refuting a previous article or video from the Wall Street Journal. Hello, I'm Jamie Hopkins, a contributor for Forbes and a professor in the Retirement Income Program at the American College of Financial Services. Today, I'm joined with two experts on long-term care planning, Professor David Littell of the American College, and Bill Borden, the Managing Principal at W.R. Borden Associates. So thank you both for joining me. I want to talk about a Wall Street Journal article that's recently been shared and discussed a lot, talking about long-term care 
and long-term care insurance policies. The article really focused on the increasing premiums of existing long-term care insurance policies. Bill, can you tell us what really drove this uh, kind of article and these increases in premiums? Now, let me pause there because here is an article or here is a study that was done by, I'm trying to look up what the acronym was real quick, but it was an academic study. I mean, look at the, right here, the authors. I've got the principal of Vanguard. I've got the chief actuary from the LTCG, a PH candidate in New York University, policy specialist consultant from the California Health Advocate, uh, commissioner of the Division of Financial Regulation, professor of economics at New York University. These are pretty good. And that was what, a third of the authors on this report? Yeah, there's like two pages of them. So this is the state of long-term care insurance. And I go down. I'm just going to interrupt because there's kind of a very easy way to tell you why don't we have price stability? We go to 1992. How many insureds were there in thousands? 1,704. So 1.7 million. It rises to almost 7 million by 06. Mm -hmm. And it's just north of 7 million now, meaning... For a decade, it's been stagnant. Right. They haven't really increased their output. No. And then we look at individual market sales from 1990 to 2014 in thousands. It was 380,000 policies in 1990. It peaks to 754. That's in 2002. Oh, thank you. Yes. And nosedives, plummets. We're at 129,000 by 2014. And that's actually a pretty even split. They did a 12 year from 90 to 2002 and then from 2002 to 2014. So mm -hmm. that's literally an even split. Yeah, right in the middle is where it peaked, I think is what you yeah. mean. And then I go down further and I'm looking at claims, annual incurred claims in the millions. Mm -hmm. It goes from 1.5 billion in 1999 to 8.7 billion with a B right. in 2014. Right. So I've got fewer people buying these things and I've got claims accelerating. Right. But listen to what he's going to say is the reason why something like the Wall Street Journal, why places are focusing on these rate hikes. Well, the article, I would say, uh, was driven by the fact that bad news sells. Okay. <laughs> and so uh, I won't say anything more about that. Mm -hmm. The underlying issues... Bad news sells. That's why. Right. That's why people are focusing on having their premiums almost doubled. Right. And this isn't a mass mutual. I guess I've used them too much. We have another article here that was showing Genworth. Mm -hmm. Genworth going up by 58% last year. And right. Genworth the year before, That's or I'm sorry, this year. And last year in 2017, they got a 28% increase. And the year before, it was a 28 or a 26% increase. Again, from investment news. Right. And then showing how Prudential started in the 1990s, but they've got a 1.5 billion charge. I mean, like charge off, pre-tax charge as but, a loss. But if you read the um, paragraph above that, scroll back up, it says Prudential Financial, which discontinued policy sales in 2012. Mm -hmm. So they haven't even sold these things for six years. Is still feeling the sting from mispriced policies. Right. So that's where this expert's going to go in next here are really threefold. Back when long-term care insurance was first created, the actuaries didn't really know how to price it properly. That's 40 years ago. 
We're talking about policies that are far newer than 40 years. Which you would think within 40-year time frame, based on what they've learned, they'd know how to price it better. You'd think we'd figure it out. Maybe. Early. And it's been probably within the last five to 10 years that they've really gotten a handle on that. Mm -hmm. So they didn't anticipate what the claims would be. Add to that the increasing dementia, which is responsible for longer duration claims, and you have a problem. Then they also didn't realize how few people were going to lapse their policies. They anticipated 5%, only 1% lapse their policies. But the I'm going to pause there. People, I don't think a lot of people know what lapse the policy means. They just stop paying. Right. They get rid of it. Right. And I think it's convenient that he says over the last five to 10 years, they just figured it out because that gives you this feeling like, oh, now we'll see rate stability. Right. But if that was the case, if a big if, but if then these companies see when they ask for a rate increase, they have to go to the Department of Insurance and say, here's how we're losing money. Mm -hmm. Here's why we can't make this work. Every angle of this policy we developed is wrong. And we need to increase rates too. And it's got to be actuarial sound. What that means is they have to prove that it's needed based on future costs. Right. So if they had their hands around this, they'd go to the state regulators and say, here's the increase. And they wouldn't have to do it again. Right. It would be a one-time thing and they'd level it out and figure it out. And you can say, well, the state regulators won't allow those. I've heard agents say they won't allow that kind of increase. We had a pretty big long-term care insurer need to dip into what's called state guarantee funds here. But they went insolvent. They went broke. Right. A couple of years ago. They allow it now. Right. Well, let's just finish up here. The big thing is that nobody, particularly insurance companies, ever imagined they'd have to operate in a near zero interest in environment for 10 years. Right. So uh, I love how misleading that is. So, yes, we've had low interest rates. Okay. But what that means is over the last 20 years, they've gone from getting about a seven and a half slash eight percent internal rate of return mm -hmm. on their investment account, what they call their general account. Okay. To now less than five. But again, they know that's there. So when they ask for the rate increase, they could put that into their actuarial assumptions and get a more stable price. Okay. So we don't have time to do another break. Okay. Do you agree? I mean, yeah, you've you've been long-winded. You think it's on I'm me? Kidding. No, it's not on you. All right. This is important stuff here. So here's an actual policy that one of our clients gave us. I'm not going to say the company because... I've talked about them enough today. Right. So I wanted to share the pricing on some of these policies. I'm looking at this policy. It was issued in 2004. Now, the long-term care policy, the base premium on a monthly basis was 85 bucks. Okay. That's for husband and wife. That's not bad. No, that's not too bad. Now, let's assume that this policy is one of those policies where we're going to have to worry about a rate increase this year. Okay. How could they knock this thing down some? Let's break the premiums down. It's $84.92 for the base policy. Okay. Then they have an indemnity rider, which is another 12, it's called $13. Mm -hmm. There's inflation protection. Now, do you think most people know what we mean by inflation protection? Probably not. So what that means is the benefit automatically increases each year by 5% in this case. 
to cover for the cost of living, basically. Right. So if the policy started at $100, it's going to go to $200 a day. That's how they price these things per day. Mm -hmm. Or if it went from 3000 a month, it'll go to 6000 a month in about 14 years. Okay. And then they've got a waiver of premium benefit, which is another $12. Okay. So the waiver of premium just means if you go on claim, they're going to waive the premium. So you won't have to make any more payments towards it because obviously you need the policy now. But you got a husband and wife. Right. Now, I think that's one of the silliest benefits. And why would I pay for it? Because if my premium's 200 bucks, if you're giving me a check for 4000 and I got to write you one for 200 Pretty sure I'm going to be good with that. I'm never going to complain. Right. So how could we offset some of this increase if this is one of those policies? Well, number one, the two benefits. Now, the indemnity benefit just states that you don't have to prove that you're actually incurring, say, the $100 a day of cost. Okay. Once you go on claim, you qualify for whatever your benefit is. Right. But did you buy this thing to make money? No. No. You bought it to cover costs that are going to be well above your means. So the indemnity part just makes it sound better than it is. Right. And then I've got the waiver of premium. Those are both about the same. Those are about $25. Mm-hmm. So on a two a $213 policy, $25 of cost is rep- garbage. Represents about 12%. Okay. So I can offset just about 12% of increases just by dropping that. Right. Then let's look at this. The base premium, do you remember what that was? 85. The cost the compound inflation is 103 a month. It really? more than doubles the policy. Wow. So in that case, we could lower it. Typically, companies will allow you to go down. So if they got a five, a three, and a zero, they all have a zero. Mm-hmm. You could go from the five to the three. Okay. That would be your first step. Okay. Especially if you're younger. For a lot of people, I'd recommend getting rid of the compound period. Okay. Just because of the affordability. Now, what I like to see in these policies is something called a non-forfeiture benefit. What does that mean? It's one of the coolest things about long-term care. Okay. So non-forfeiture benefit. I always added, when I did this, I always added non-forfeiture because it was really cheap. I just talked about how little things add up like the indemnity and the other one. Mm-hmm. But th- this typically was maybe that much or less. Okay. The non-forfeiture stated, let's say you paid $5,000 a year for the coverage. Okay. And after 10 years, you couldn't afford it. Or after 10 years, you didn't really need it. Or after 10 years, you wanted to get rid of it. Right. You had 50000 into the policy. Mm-hmm. You were guaranteed that if you ever, you it preserved that 50000 you didn't get the money back. But what it did is if you ever did need long-term care, you could stop paying. And if you ever did need it, you had a benefit equal to what you paid in. Gotcha. So it was kind of like a savings account. Yeah, you didn't forfeit. Well, yeah, a savings account in today's world where you get nothing. You didn't forfeit what you paid into it. It's like a checking account. Yes, but you didn't forfeit what you had into right. it. There are different type of trusts that you can use. And I'm not recommending any particular attorney, but they're out there. And so you can protect these dollars. You can set it up to where you don't have to use all your money. I can guarantee you, I've had tons of clients where we've able been able to do long-term care planning. And I can think of a dozen or so times where we've had a client feel comfortable enough with that planning they've done or that we've that we've done mm-hmm. where they've gotten rid of their long-term care insurance. Fantastic. So I'm not saying you should. I'm saying you should have this reviewed. Now, I've never done this before, but I'm going to say it right now because with all these rate increases going on, if you have a policy 
You can call us at 616-589-4004, 589-4004. And we'll have you meet with one of our staff members. They're just going to ask some basic questions. They're going to get some particulars about the policy so I can do a little research. And then we'll do a one-on-one meeting, you and me, and I'll go over your policy with you because your other agent maybe is out of the business. Right. Or maybe they were a high pressure sale. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just want a second opinion on it. Okay. We'll look at it and I'll break it down because this policy I was looking at right here. One of the things it said in it is that you could satisfy your elimination period, which is like your deductible. They do the deductible in these things based on days. Okay. And it said it was kind of cool, but it's an older policy. It said that you could satisfy partial elimination periods through several illnesses. Meaning, I told the client, I said, every time you even think you qualify for this, we should claim. And she said, why? I go, because even if it's only for 15 days, based on the way this is written. You get multiple hits. Right. So you got 90 days you got to pay for out of pocket. If we get six of these little instances and it says once your elimination period is met, It doesn't matter that it's a specific incident or a specific illness. Once it's met for any illness or incident, it's met forever. So give us a call at 616-589-4004 and we will help you. Until next week, we are your hosts and this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855-LF-NETWORK or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.